This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the tinfoil hat titan, a.k.a. the conspiracy realist, a.k.a. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr., don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. If you see me in the room with lions, Simba's dying. Come back 15 minutes later, I'll have dinner frying. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame Gone Wild. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA. High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's fucking go. Uh, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 171. And uh, we back, family. I consider y'all family now. Y'all been listening to us talk for cousins. You know what I'm saying? I'll be forgetting how much I share on these joints sometimes. Sometimes we can remind you. Yeah. And it's not that like I share something that I shouldn't have shared because I'm a private person. But I'll be forgetting what I've shared sometimes. My sister kind of helped smack me back to reality with that this week because it was her birthday this week. Oh. So shout out to my sister. and uh, Happy birthday. Yeah, I reached out to her, wished her happy birthday or whatever, and I mentioned, you know, oh, yeah, I got I got the kids a dog. She's like, I already know you mentioned it on the podcast. Like, I, I heard it before you told me. So, eh, yeah, I guess we do uh, talk about life, personal shit yeah. quite a bit. And um, you don't know who listening. Nah. Shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? But you run into people that you ain't may not have seen in a while and uh you find out they've been listening or you say something like, Yeah, I heard on the podcast like, oh shit. Uh it's just interesting. Yeah, people people actually give a fuck. I mean the numbers prove it, but Yeah. They care. Yeah, so shout out to y'all, man. I really do appreciate y'all, man. And um how, how was your week, man? Week was cool, man. It's been been pretty chill. Uh got some new ink this week. What'd you get? Got my old man ha- name on my hand next to my mother. Okay. Got this Roman numeral five behind my ear. It's not. It's not just a V. It's it's five. For your children? Yes. Okay. Man, I really do want some. I, I do want some tattoos and shit, dog. I want some 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 little artsy shit until I until I I do my shit on my chest and my shoulder and shit. I mean, come on, join the club, not artsy, nigga. But just you know, some some shit I like. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I like my tattoos. I'm I'm tempted to put tattoos in places that I should not put them to force me to quit my job. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like when you have to like, all right, what you going to do now? Nah, you got a tattoo in the middle of your fucking forehead. But you know a, what, man? An ice cream cone with a lightning bolt through that bitch. I was at I was at the courts, uh, you know, trying to get my clearances together. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting my license back. I hope you do. Yeah. I'm, I'm on pace now because my son need his permit and i can't be you can't take him driving well we do what we need to do but i can't have him i can't have him straight before i am you know what i'm saying when i say you can't so if you letting him you trying to teach him how to drive he's behind the wheel doing erratic shit (laughs) we (laughs) both going to jail yeah (laughs) like that's that's not a good idea it's terrible parenting you know but no i'm getting my shit together because i'm i'm about to be legal out in these streets in probably about two more weeks man i'm I'm happy for you man i I truly am happy for you man it's been a long time man hell yeah and i'm sure that takes a level of stress off of you you completely completely when the last time you drove without a level of anxiety Nigga, if I'm in a passenger seat, that's that might be it. Or if I'm in the back of a lift or something. I'm pretty sure that has. I mean, I'm pretty sure that has an impact on your blood pressure. 
It, it like just it might have to. It you just know what might. I'm saying? Because like at any any moment. But it's also made me a much better driver. Like I don't do the stupid shit. Like I'm not speeding nowhere. Yeah. I get there when the fuck I get there. I obey the traffic signals. Like it makes me a little bit more cognizant. And yo, like on my way here, I just avoided an accident. I was coming up Puritan, headed towards Schaefer, and this white Challenger was coming the other the other direction mm. down Puritan. Nigga was speeding faster than a motherfucker. As soon as he passed me, like that nigga lost control, hit the car directly behind me. Damn. Fucked up accident on Puritan. Damn. Hopefully everybody in that situation um, come out with all their faculties. You know? I hope so, man, because that shit look, look rough. Yeah. Chill little Russell. Thank God for Dane. Yeah, man, for real. Uh, I think this thank God this week, man. You know, um, he be good and he be good and gotten. God be gotten. Uh, so listen, man. Uh, Gave y'all niggas the spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> but like, you know, this week, man, nothing happened. Like nothing bad happened, man. But like, I just been in the in a little funk. Uh, over some shit, you know. I just been in a little funk, man. And um, who is she? I uh I asked God for something, like, well twice. Well, I asked God for something, and like, very specific. And that's how your prayer should be. Very specific, man. And I'm talking about two, three hours later, gave it to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh wow. And then um, we was talking off air. I asked for something very, very specific, man, and. The next night, I get a phone call and something very specific comes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, two times within two and 24 hours, man, you know what I'm saying? I asked for something and um, kind of brighten my spirits, to brighten my mood, the first one. And hey, then man, the second that, one. That, that second one is, uh, you know, we we going to we got to throw that one up in prayer every time I see you. Yeah. Because that second one is big for us. But, you know what I'm saying? For- so, regardless of, you know. I got to do a better job at this right here, right? I always got a lot of different opinions. Um, I always got a lot of different theories, and um, I challenge a lot of things. But regardless of what people think, I believe in God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like in, in real life, regardless of whatever, like I believe in God, and um, that can't go unstated. So I'm in the same boat, bro. So, I'm mean, not. I, I might live savagely at times, but you know. But you know, I ask questions about religion. I ask questions about this. I ask questions about that. But don't don't get it don't get it twisted. I I, I believe in God. You know, somebody uh that I really care about uh a while ago, and uh they was like, they thought I didn't believe in God, and I was like, huh? She's like, I thought you said that. I'm like, no, I never said that. Like, no. And I was like, well, damn. Like, you must think very highly of me if you kept. Like going on dates and shit with me, like because I know who I, how you are. <laughs> I'm like, what you think? <laughs> I'm like, no. And we had a you know a nice a nice conversation about uh and that shit. And this was I don't know, this was a while ago. But okay. I think about that often. Like, damn. Like, am I giving off that vibe? And then how like how am I living my life if, if somebody can walk around here thinking that shit? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's that's interesting. Put a different spin. You know one on one thing. You know, just speaking about the week. You know, I have to admit, some shit you were right about, bro. Okay, what's going on? Mexico authorized recreational cocaine usage. Man. And you were right about making drug making all drugs legal. Like it's 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 happening. Shout out somewhere. To, shout out to randomly, I think I know it was episode twenty seven. I think it was episode twenty seven was the make all drugs legal episode. Um it took a while, but I mean, it's it's coming to fruition. Slow grind is better than no grind. Remember the episode that was like, I think that was our first episode in the studio in a in a studio. We were see we was we was recording where the green and black was at, right? Yeah. And we was having this conversation, and then like a third voice just started talking. While- yeah, <laughs> I remember. Like, hold on, nigga, you're not on this podcast. What are you doing? And like, the rates we, aren't that affordable, so like, where you can where you can be a part of the show. What's so wild is like we never addressed him. Like we we kept talking like he wasn't talking and shit. Like, man, who, who told you to start talking on the why is your mic on? <laughs> he had the whitest white man radio voice ever. Like, man, why is your mic on? You know what I'm saying? Like, turn your mic off. 
Like, I can see if you want to say something, like, off mic, like, on some behind-the-scenes shit, because that's sometimes that'd be cool. Uh, that was the first time, like, in the middle of our show that nigga just We like, kind of looked at like, what the fuck is he talking about? Uh, I think that was episode 27, but it's, the episode is uh, Make All Drugs Legal, so scroll through there and look at that. And um, But, I do. Man, your theory came true. And listen, though, Mexico should have did this a long time ago. Like, y'all could have saved so many lives if y'all would have just opened up recreational cocaine usage. A lot of cocaine moving through Mexico. You know how I many the cartels yeah. and all that shit? And how many people died and murdered? for Like, fam, what are y'all doing? So now make it, it's not like a big deal. So they, so I was at work, right? And uh, the girls and stuff, or the employees was all around the desk or whatever. Um, I was at somebody's desk, and I, I mentioned it, and they was laughing. I am like, man. I wish I think all drugs should be legal, and they was like, "Ha ha ha! Why would you think that?" And they, because you know, I'd be laughing and joking, but then I hit them with the, "Well, because making drugs illegal has never stopped anyone from doing it. It only creates the black market, and that's where all the murder and all the death comes from. And if you actually took the resources um, that you spend in trying to catch drug dealers and pay um, police officers and DA and all this other shit, you can actually put that into drug treatment facilities and drug prevention at a younger age. Let people do what they're going to do. Also, if it's going to be used for recreational, then you can kind of like regulate it and you can make sure that people are not getting some stepped on shit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if you like cocaine, you would rather be able to go to, this is a cliche or uh, I'm being facetious, you would rather go to CVS and pick it up then on East Eight Mile in Nevada, and um and pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the East Side. How many showers you gonna have to take? <laughs> but like, not because not so. I was like, listen, I don't want drugs to be legal because I want to do them. I don't do drugs. You know what I'm saying? But if you gonna do them because they illegal, ain't gonna stop anyway. But yeah, shit, I was right about man. Let's get this shit cracking, man. Yeah, <laughs> let's get it cracking. <laughs> right. <laughs> no pun. So I mean, now I guess Quicken Loans gonna be moving to Mexico. oh shit you don't get high in there i mean it's probably already looked over but you know it's a little bit more acceptable socially acceptable that's crazy yeah that's uh that's crazy um speaking of drugs and cocaine okay uh, you it's watch keeping some, the same theory. You watched Snowfall last night? Of course I watched Snowfall, man. Of course I watched that shit. Man, uh, shout out to Aunt Trinidad Ant This Week in Culture. We yeah, have, I see Ant out there vacationing, living good. Yeah, man, we're going to get together. If, if y'all if y'all listen to This Week in Culture, man, we I be, peeped that boomerang too, Ant. You was dribbling that moonshine. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> I was like, what was that? I was like, yeah. But, um. Uh, we gonna drop that shit. I don't know, like Sunday or Sunday, Monday, or whatever. But, fam, you watch Snowfall. Yeah. What you think about this episode? Hey, man, look, <laughs> I think this was a good episode. I'm glad that they focused primarily on Mel and her transition from, you know, being. I won't say she'd been a nice, sweet girl because she, she was on that nose candy like early on in the series. Season one, she was a nice girl. Yeah. Season, well, matter of fact, this season she just got real hoey for some reason. <laughs> like, I mean, she going off to college, you know. She, she, niggas, you know, that's summer. A- that's summer after high school will always be like crazy. It was crazy for me, but uh, nigga, she hit that rock once and she became a motherfucking dope fiend. And I don't. That's you, sad, man. I had a a good friend of mine where his mother was drug addicted for like twenty years. Uh, one of these days, you know, I would love to give, get her in here so she could tell her story. But she told me a story in particular. Like she said, first time she hit it, it was over with. Like she was, she yeah. was rocked out. It was done. Yeah. So the, the reason I say this man is so sad because like this is a, a, a child. Like this is a kid. She made, she's 17, 17 18. years old. You know what I'm saying? And like she don't know about this shit yet like crack don't exist you know what i'm saying yeah they calling it rock like did it don't you don't know so this like hey man hit this weed they looking at it like it's weed it was just like whatever the next drug is and like your whole entire life is over now for 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 a large percentage of them Hell yeah. you know what i'm saying it's tough man because like ain't no ain't no treatment facility that you to go to because we don't know what this is this shit yet. brand like, new this shit they saying? just ripping the, the plastic off of crack right now so 
I felt bad because like you always hear like, man, such and such used to be so pretty. Some, some, you know what I'm saying? But like, used to be prom queen. Word. <laughs> All the shit we make fun of, like, dog, this was real life, and it was kind of, man, this the this the predicament I be in when I be watching Snowfall, right? I be rooting for Franklin, cause like he the he the he the protagonist. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He the narrator, so to speak. It's his story. But when you rooting for Franklin, you rooting for the destruction of black people as we know it. Yeah. And they only scratching the surface right now when it comes to the drug trade. I don't know where Gustavo's gonna play in this shit. because uh, he had they can eliminate that whole shit. I don't even care. <laughs> I mean, he threw the baby daddy out the window. That nigga ain't playing, dog. <laughs> He's not. He got a lot of bodies this season. He got a lot of bodies this season. If I'm not mistaken, he was the first person that we seen on the show, wasn't he? I think so. When they first start, when he like the wrestling and the shit, yeah, he yeah, with yeah. The He was the very low key, the first character on Snowfall. But uh, I'm gonna so need listen, you to come up off that chain though. Um, <laughs> but listen, like uh, I didn't initially watch Snowfall, right? Because we sat down with Freeway, Freeway Rick, and he told us about the story they was gonna be doing for his. He's gonna come out with the show and everything. He was talking about this, and things didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he definitely feels that, like, y'all took my life and y'all making money off of it without consulting me and everything like that. And I was with him for, like, a long time. And then something happened and I watched No Fall. Uh, It's a good fucking show. While I'm watching it now, I understand. Now, because I was looking at John Singleton with the side eye. Like, how would you play my man Rick like that? But now I see that this not his life because this is not his story. You know what I'm saying? Like, the story changed. Now, was he a young kid? Like the basis of the Lo- story? It's loosely based. You well, know how, what I'm saying? How all that Black Panther shit, him knowing that this the CIA early and doing like all that, like that's not what this is this is fiction. It's it's fraction. <laughs> I just made that up. It's fact and fiction. It's a little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, man, I think y'all I should you was uh, talking real fractions because they scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. But uh, I think y'all should watch Snowfall, and I think y'all should listen to uh, This Week in Culture because that should be popping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, what's been? Listen, dog. I want to have a conversation this week. Let's do it. About, I guess, about groupthink. Why we do the things that we do. I don't necessarily know why we do the things that we do, but there are a bunch of things that we do, and I, they irritate me. And I find myself falling into a trap sometimes. Um, have you noticed that everybody is a fucking cynic? Everybody has something to say. Yeah, but I mean, social media is giving a voice to niggas that probably shouldn't have one. I don't want to blame it on social media because people have always had some shit to say. Sometimes you see it online or sometimes you just hear it in the lunchroom or you hear it in the back of the classroom or whatever. But like, we so cynical. Popeyes. What, you, what, you, what what's going on with the Popeye chicken? Shit? I mean, they got that. Uh, I hear they got a really good chicken sandwich. I haven't been to Popeyes. You know what? You since they had roaches, on, you ain't had tw- you ain't been on Twitter like that because your t- Twitter ain't. My Twitter is still suspended, but I did get a VPN. So I'm gonna need you to show me show me the way. Okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I mean I can look at my Twitter, but I just can't tweet shit or follow nobody. So. Twitter been on this chicken sandwich shit for about a week and a half, two weeks. You know what I'm saying? And Twitter moves in real time and then everybody else catches up later. You know what I'm saying? So I slid in there probably like last Thursday. Right? I mean, it's a it's a Popeye's right next door to the studio. I look out the window, walk across the street, walk in, walk out. Shit pretty good. I even I don't even be eating meat like that. You know what I'm saying? Pause. I try to side note, I'm down to two hundred and ten pounds, by the way. Congratulations. Um, Health is wealth, my nigga. It is. I was at 228 and I'm down to 210. I need to drop 10 more and then um then I'll then I'll start doing some other shit. Um but I broke my little <laughs> I wanted to try this motherfucker set. So I was talking cuz niggas was talking about it and it wasn't they weren't talking about it to the level that it's going now. But let me go check this shit out. Uh she was kind of fired, dog. I can't even lie. If I had one complaint I think my piece of chicken was a little bit too big, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, this shit was big as fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was it was like juicy and tender on the whole nine. 
I, I didn't have I, I don't have like a you know besides them I had a, I had a really big piece of chicken and shit. I need them a little bit more bread for this chicken and shit. But like um, I've been seeing people so angry about it though. Like why you think that is, dog? Because they they just want to have something. They want to go against the grain of some shit so bad. But like before we came on here, how we was talking like. If I tell you some shit tastes good as fuck and it's at XYZ restaurant. Y'all just want to be followers. Y'all just want to be. Nigga, that's how food work. <laughs> if I tell you something is good. Oh, shit. Maybe next time I go out, I'm going to try this restaurant because Dame said it was good. You know what this week is? Detroit restaurant week. So if a motherfucker say, hey, man, this restaurant is good. Who the fuck? Nigga, that's how food works. <laughs> like, you- Maybe I want to try it out. <laughs> like in real life, no, that's how food works. If it tastes good, oh, that shit, let me go, let me go fuck with it. But a lot of shit go like word of mouth. Like that's, that's how. That's the number one advertising. <laughs> how do you hear about shit if nobody talks about it? I mean, you may stumble on something that somebody else doesn't know about that like you may be hip to some new shit. Yeah. But like a lot of shit, it just be. Word of mouth. Shit, nigga, most of the business that we get 100%, be word of mouth. 100% of the business comes from word of mouth. I didn't ran, I shot an ad. I put it up on our page, but I didn't run that shit like an ad. Yeah. I did for like two days. Like all the business, all the 79 podcasts that didn't record out of here came out of word of mouth. Like, nigga, that's how, that's how it works. And like I see people mad, then now they start posting ingredients like, "Oh, y'all niggas eating that yellow five and that yellow six, and that causes uh brain this and brain that and hypo dysfunction and 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 um depression and shit." Like, nigga, if you don't nigga. shut the fuck up, we I don't all, even eat meat like that. And shut the fuck up. We all eating something, and it's gonna do something else. Like, I don't get on fuck. I don't get on fuck. Like, listen, dog. Shit may not even be real chicken, far as I'm concerned. Fourth of July, I'm over Dan crib, right? Um, was that the third of July? Whatever. He had a fourth of July shit. We over D Mirror crib and we start kicking and talking about um like this health shit that we be on. Not eating this, not eating that, while we sitting here drinking some Remy. I'm like, nigga, this shit wild as fuck. We talking about all the the poisons and shit that we trying to avoid with I'm eating this Beyond Meat burger, I'm eating this impossible burger and shit. And I'm literally this good ass cone, yeah. I got a couple poison in my hand that is so fucking poison. If I drink that shit, this one cup, nigga, I can't drive my car no more. Like we literally Wow, I'm smoking a cigar. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, come on, man. I, like I'm like, why am I doing this shit? I just got really hip to cigars. Man. I love it. Shout out to uh, Hadira because she 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 put me on. I just got real hip to cigars, and now that's my shit. I'm on uh, my thirtieth birthday with Don at Casa. I smoked a cigar for the first time, and that first year, I was smoking. First year or two, I was smoking a lot, but now you know maybe once or twice a year. But I like cigars though. It's just a certain certain use sophistication. It's a certain euphoric feeling that you get while you smoking a cigar and drinking some Kanye. Yeah. It's not like a, I don't want to call it a high, but it's a, it's a something. You know what I'm saying? It's a something. You get a little, you feel good. It's, it's a, a buzz. Yeah. Shit. So, you know, but like, why, why are these people this way? Then I, I heard like, y'all niggas just want to be down. Nigga, what food? <laughs> Have I, it's some motherfucking chicken sandwich. I'm hungry. It's lunchtime. I just want to try it. Like, man, you seen these lines, dog? Yeah, that's why I haven't fuck with it. Cause I was like, I was, I was gonna leave. Excuse me. On the way up here, I was like, well, let me see what what the line is looking like. And that shit is was damn near going out to Greenfield. So I don't. FM the the Popeyes on Greenfield in Lincoln or Greenfield six ninety six whatever. That's the worst Popeyes in the history of Popeyes. That could be the worst food establishment ever. Say that ever. shit again, my oh, nigga. The, I hate that Popeyes. This is the worst Popeyes ever, dog. Like it's never good. Well, not not the food, but like it's a never a good experience. They fuck something up. Sometimes they fuck it up for the good. Sometimes they fuck it up for the bad. Every they time, service over there is terrible. Every time I go in there, but let me get it like a number four or some shitter. It'd be like it's like a three piece chicken and with some sides. They come out with an entire meal for a family. I'm like. Thanks. <laughs> like it thanks, nigga. Like but whatever, dog. Um, I don't know why people are this are this way, man. Like, it's chicken, fam. Like people are shit. like Y'all didn't I seen a nigga tweeting, he in my mentions right now, I'm not gonna respond because he a hoe. Um 
uh, I didn't, y'all didn't gave them $23 million in revenue over the last 11 days. Listen, fam, they did not make $23 million in the last seven, 11 days off no fucking chicken. Chicken not flying off the shelves like that. Now, the tweet he's, or the, the information that he and most of you niggas is uh, reposting is they said $23 million in ad click revenue based up and and media mentions based on some company so some company went and looked at how many times somebody mentioned that and was like well we charge x amount of dollars for 20 something mentions and let me add this shit up and that's worth 23 that's not how the world works so you know uh uh one of my ex her 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 pops owned a, a, a popeyes and shit and uh he was like they didn't sell 400 sandwiches and shit since like 10 30 it's around three o'clock i'm like damn but 400 sandwiches at 4.99 a pop nigga that's only two thousand dollars it ain't worth the headache the line wrapped around like ain't nobody getting 23 million dollars fuck out of here you know what i mean you know what i mean goddamn sandwiches 400 equals two thousand dollars i mean these fake ass chickens they gotta sell to your niggas man man. fuck out of here dog i don't believe that shit but um but i really want to think about so the chicken shit is is trivial, right? But I was looking online and uh, I had a little exchange back and forth for the officially ice in reference to uh, he was like ranking Young Jeezy albums or whatever, and he was like, uh, I think he mentioned like Trap or Die or I don't know one of them joints, and I'm like, uh, and and some he he somebody mentioned that and he was like, it don't count. It was a mixtape, and I replied still counts so he replied like well please explain to me why it counts so my reply was i don't separate mixtapes from albums in relation to ranking people how they make music because whether it's It's all music still whether it's a mixtape or an album it has no impact on me did i like the music did i not like the music I don't care how much the person got paid for it. Like it, it literally has no no bearing on anything. And I don't know why so many people do this. Like who told us that it don't count? And like that's the standard. So last week or a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, when everybody was doing a they top fifty list, we'll take Fab for an example. You're gonna rank Fab Dozer's good, but his album, his mixtapes is great, but his albums are trash. He can't make the list. Well, why not? Like, did you like the music? Like, only thing that matters to me. And I thought we were judging the skill of rapping. Like, what are you doing then? Like, if you ju- how can you have a conversation about music and judging the quality of music, and you gonna take some music that you like and don't count it? Like, what are you doing? Like, what is this for? And Who- I feel like some niggas. You know, they went so such long. Like, now you see artists drop music a little bit more frequently. Yeah. But, like, there was a point in time, like, your favorite artist might drop something maybe two, three years. I mean, like, when you look at, like, niggas that was, like, in label purgatory, like the Clips, for example. Mm-hmm. Then we got it for cheap. Mixtapes is what kept them relevant for a long time. And them shits was, was good as fuck. Joe Budden and the Mood Music Mixtapes. Shit, them G-Unit mixtapes, like, that's what helps sustain it. Like, that's what built their fan base. The reason that Joe Buttons is Joe Buttons is because of Moon Music. Yeah. Volume 1, 2, 3. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that most people don't like him and don't know. Because you be like, well, what song does he have? Ordinary Love shit, parts 1 through 5. You know what I'm saying? Like, But, like, what y'all don't recognize is that mixtape shit, like, that counts. Like, this song impacted me in my life. Or I like this melody. I like these words. How did the song make me feel? How did I like that song? If I'm judging music and music quality, why are who told you what to judge? Like we got these glass ceilings on a lot of things. And like, I don't understand why we have them and we need to start addressing that shit. Like, listen, why is it this way? Yeah. So I was having an exchange with somebody about chance, right? Cause he just dropped his debut album. Fam, this is your fourth album, dog. Acid Rap was an album. Right. Uh, Color and Book. Color and Book, if you really want to do some, like, so Color and Book, you listen to it on Apple Music, right? Yeah. Or you listen to it on Spotify. I mean, it's available on iTunes now. Yeah. So, like, 
there is the only thing that makes coloring book a mixtape is what somebody told you. So what? So when you when you try to judge how good Chance is as an artist, you're not gonna count Coloring Brook. Oh, we 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 literally only have one album to judge him on. Nigga been making music for seven years. <laughs> I mean, you could say the same thing about Kendrick, like Section Eighty. That's that's as opposed to Good Kid, Mad City. Like Section Eighty was my introduction to Kendrick and his music, and I fuck with it. And then he in interviews he says that was his first album. So look, the Kendrick Lamar LP. Um, it was the Kendrick Lamar LP. Then it was Section Eighty. What was the What was the first one? No, it was um Kendrick Lamar at LP, overly dedicated. Yeah, and then Section Eighty. Yep. So those were quote unquote mixtapes, all original music, all bodies of work. Later on, all three of those are on iTunes right now. I paid the royalties. I cleared all the samples and shit. Now those are actual albums that you can purchase. So now can we count them? Ain't it the same music when it was a mixtape seven years ago? Yeah. But now we can count it as an album. Like, what are we doing here? Like, are you going to? It doesn't, it doesn't make logical sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can, you can argue the point from mixtape to album to you blue in the face. Music is music. It doesn't make logical sense. If I can listen to it, I mean, I'm listening to an album or a mixtape. Like, it's just the song that I'm listening to. We run into that problem with Netflix with Netflix currently because there, people are saying, like, you shouldn't be able to win an Academy Award. So if, uh, what's that movie Will Smith made? With the that, wasn't it Brightburn? Yeah, Bright, Bright. Yeah, yeah. Um, or we take Bird Box. Remember that shit took yeah. out, like, that shouldn't win an Academy Award or had the same prestige because no one had to pay to go see it in the movies. Fam, it's still the art, the art. You gotta pay for Netflix. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's the the art is the art. If I paint a picture, it's a picture, fam. Yeah. Like, it don't matter if you saw the picture for free or, like, did you enjoy it? Yeah. Like, how you gonna tell me this? Not, it don't count as a movie or I need my own separate... No, fam, it's a movie, dog. Like, <laughs> it's a movie. Like, I don't... I it's mean, the art. That Dolomite movie about to hit Netflix, and tell me, I can't wait on, to man. see that shit. Come on, man! Can't wait to see that. You shit. gonna tell me it's not? It's, it's, it's nothing less than a movie. If what's that? If, if I prick, do I not bleed? Whatever the fuck that shit is, like it's a fucking movie. I don't, I don't, I don't understand this way of thinking that we have. Um, we just just do shit one way, and you know, somebody hit me with some shit uh, the other week. I was buying some. Uh, I got a little fish spot. Buy me some catfish. Yeah. And an old player asked me, he said, you put your hot sauce in the refrigerator or you put it in the pantry? Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, fucking pantry. Like, I ain't never put hot sauce in the refrigerator. And, this, and he was like, and I saw Jalen kind of talking about this shit all, online too. Like, is it a regional thing or is it a cultural thing? Like, where your ketchup at? I put ketchup in the pantry. I don't put it in the fridge. I, I don't want cold ketchup on hot food. I get it. I put my ketchup in the refrigerator because, like, on the back of it, it says keep refrigerated. Yeah, but I, I've always like that's where it's just been at. You know what I'm saying? But the like, ketchup don't last that long in my house. So I mean, I've never tasted spoiled ketchup. I don't know. Oh, that shit get real dark. I just toss it out. Yeah, she get real dark. <laughs> but I, I find that out with them old old ass ketchup packets. packets yeah. yeah, like that should be real dark. You know, the shit don't be like real tomatoes and shit. And yeah, yeah, pasteurized, yeah. homogenized, and bagged the fuck up. Yeah, but like we got these cultural norms that we do, and we just continue to follow them, like no matter what. Like no, matter and people what. don't question that shit. So man, I'm a butcher this, but I saw this shit on on Twitter. And that shit was so wild to me, dog. So it was like, and I hate this analogy because it got monkeys in it and shit, but it is what it is. They had eight monkeys in this little room and shit, right? They put a ladder on there. And one monkey would go up, and as he got to the top of the ladder, it'll rain, the water will pour down and get the other monkeys and shit, like all wet. You know what I'm saying? And he couldn't get out because it was like a, it was a, um, a top on that bitch. Mm-hmm. But everybody would go like, nigga, we got to get out this bitch. They go up there. 
it'll rain or the water will come down and boom, they get mad. They get angry. They go back down. So it came to a point where the monkeys got so tired of getting wet that when you went up there, they'll beat the fuck out you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we don't want to get And they wet. will remove one monkey. So and they, put took the, they took the top off, took one of the monkeys out, brought a new one in there. And when they put the new one in there, it was like, look, man, y'all niggas ain't going to try to get out this bitch. And as soon as he went up there to try to get out, they beat his ass. Beat the fuck out of him and shit. And then they took one of the original ones out and put the new ones in. And it kept the, the cycle repeating. And then it got to a point where all the monkeys that was in there, Oh, I gotta, re- I gotta, I gotta go back. So the one who went up there and got beat, the new one, when they took one of the old ones out and put a new one in, he helped beat. <laughs> he helped beat the <laughs> other one and shit, right? Uh, so it got to a point where they replaced all the monkeys in there. So all the ones that's in there is brand new. And now every time somebody tries to run out, they just beat the fuck out of them. But they don't know why, because the ones that's in there right now never knew about the rain. They won't even let you get up there. So it was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, we just doing shit just because we've been taught. To, I like, mean, the same thing. They've influenced your thinking. They've conditioned your thinking, rather, to such a degree that you don't even question the shit no more. Yeah. And I think. I think this is what's happening with voting right now. Oh, man. I'm worried. Trump going 45 might get another foe. I don't know if you been following out what well, i was at work and i went online and on msnbc's homepage, there was like i always thought this was this way already but officially the supreme court held up that your electoral college does not have to vote the popular vote in your state so 100 percent of the people in michigan can say we want to vote democrat and the person the electoral college can pick whatever the fuck they want to pick you know what i'm saying yeah. so like literally when someone says your vote your vote don't count like in it, it, in real life it don't fucking count there's about however many electoral college votes that you have in your state and all these states those are the votes that count but now officially held up by the supreme court they don't have to go with the popular vote like Mich- like technically Hillary Clinton won Michigan the popular vote she won she had 4 million votes more then Donald Trump, she won the popular vote. It don't work that way. So that's but we keep doing this shit because it's like, hey, our ancestors died for this. That's what we keep saying. Right. We know they still we know they still. The, elect, the electoral college make your shit don't count. Now, the Senate Intel Committee have come out and said that Russia impacted the 20, 2016 election like 100 percent. It's not a it's not a, a wish for thinking or we think like 100 percent impacted and change votes. Right. Fam, if Russia can change votes, if your electoral college can change votes, we already know that they they didn't thrown out hundreds and thousands of votes uh back in Florida. Remember 2004? Yeah, like yeah. Like fam, why are we continuing to do the same thing? I'm not saying that everybody goes out and does not participate in the political system. What I'm saying is there's got to be a better way to do it. Why are we continuing to play the same role in the same system and basing it on what our ancestors did? Like, well, our ancestors died for the right to vote. They marched. No, they they was trying to look for a way of change, something to make. I need to fucking I need to, to, to fix a machine and I need a tool. I use that as a tool to get to a goal. Now, if this tool no longer works, let's. Let me get some better instructions. You know what I'm saying? Like we just or keep different tools, a different tool, something. It can't be the exact same process over and over again, because I mean, we going to look up and not know why we doing this shit. You know, Shannon made a good point last week about the Constitution. Like that shit was written years ago by white men in horse and carriages. Like that shit probably isn't as prevalent, you know, as it was then as to modern day. Yeah, I mean, it get updated all the time and shit. And people, you know, it get updated and, and it make changes. And the amendments is because it was amended. You know what I'm saying? But, like, certain shit, I don't know, man. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. But, like, 
I don't think we know why we doing a lot of shit no more. We just we just zombies. Give me another example. Anything you can think of. Weddings, funerals. Like why the fuck like a funeral for an example? Like I if you ever did the research, I researched and find out why we going through these rituals and what it mean and they got a different type of meaning. Like why are why are we doing this shit? Like why are you paying thousands of dollars to play play somebody in a box um and then the day before the funeral at four o'clock everybody go there and go to the wake from four to seven or whatever then the next morning you do this and you go like it's the same process over and over and then you put them and put this square on top of they uh or they headstone put this square on top of they uh they grave whatever like why are we doing this shit why are families going into debt spending thousands and thousands of dollars on this and all you really want to do is share the memories right yeah. you want to gather your family around and share some memories why are we doing this shit i mean my dad you know just losing my pops he told me flat out like when you don't take that money and have no funeral do you i was like well what about a memorial no he was like no no basic cremation you know buy me a nice urn put me in the house call it a day he was like take that money y'all go out have a vacation nice dinner something like that people like don't waste that money on you know a dog and pony show really i I don't understand it though niggas get limos from the house from the house to the church to the fucking grave site like when you when you step back and look at it like is it doesn't make a lot of sense like i I'm not trying to say that like when the loved one uh, moves on and makes his transition, his or her transition, that you don't bring your family together and mourn together and, and stuff like that. But like it could probably just be the repass. Yeah. Like why do we literally think about this? We literally put your your deceased loved one in a box and everybody looks at the dead body and have a whole freaking sermon. Like what the but why are we doing that? Or you know what would be the worst? Like when they start closing that casket. That's it. I die, like that is it. Which is why when I pass, that's not happening. My there's no there's not gonna be you're not gonna see my body. There's not gonna be no casket there. You can have a picture of me because that is what changes the mood of the room when they close that. When they start taking the pillows down, that closes. That changes everything. Uh, that's not how I it's live. It's just my the life. finality of yeah. it. It just makes it a different level of That's real. not how I live my life. But families start doing those GoFundMe's and all this and everything. We make fun of them and shit, but like, why is that a thing? Like, why? Because niggas not smart enough to have life insurance policies. So you got to have a life insurance policy to pay for the funeral? Why is it like, <laughs> go to your grandma's house. Everybody go over there and make your, go do the repass. Why am I paying somebody six thousand dollars to put you in a fucking box? We gonna sit here for an hour and a half, and now I'm out of six thousand dollars. Yeah, like what sense does that make? And why? 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 <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, shit. Even the cremation on our end was, you know, damn near fifteen hundred just yeah. to weddings, right? Not saying not nigga weddings be such the biggest waste of fuck shit money. Well, not even the money. Let's just say it's 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 free, whatever, right? But it's not. <laughs> But like the 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 ceremony, there's a specific. I mean, I've done weddings, right? Yeah. There's a specific ceremony order that it in goes order. In. Who made that fucking order? I'm not no anarchist all the time. I'm not saying that traditions aren't aren't like good. But do we? Can we find out why the traditions exist? Like I know we just do it that way, just cause that's how cousin May and them got married. That's how my wedding gonna be. I know why we get together for Christmas breakfast every year. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know how that started, why we do it or whatever. Like, that's a thing. Okay, boom. I understand that. If y'all don't want to do it no more, don't do it no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, I know why that happened. But there's so many different tra- traditions that we do, like, that we don't know why we do them, but we're going to continue to do them. And if you don't do them, something wrong with you. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not with that shit, though. I'm not with that shit at all. Um, and sometimes I am an anarchist. I want to break shit down. Make just make it make sense to me. That's all. Yeah. Like, how is it okay for us? We got to process how we process information, tragic information in this country. Um, 
black person does something very trivial. Um, white cop overreacts. He gets killed. Um, we protest. We say something, and then we go about our lives. Right. Mm-hmm. We got a situation where um, you sent me that article with a dude from Oregon. Like we couldn't find a nigga that looked like him, and the guy who they say did the crime has some very distinct tattoos all over his facial face. tattoos. Yeah. So what did they do? They photoshopped the tattoos off of his face and lightened his skin. And then they gave his mugshot to the the witnesses and like, oh yeah, this is him. But guess what? We gonna do with this information? We gonna discuss it on this podcast. We gonna retweet it on our timeline. And then we gonna move the fuck on. Yeah, because this is the process. This is we we have been, whether we realize it or not, we've been trained. Nothing lasts forever in in news cycle now. Like it's hot, it's a hot button topic. Like you say, the chicken sandwiches. It's a hot button topic today. Monday will be gone. Yeah, two weeks from now, you know we'll be on the to the next thing. I mean, a week ago was Je- Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, chicken sandwiches got that shit out the paint quick, right? Yeah. But the like, overlay for the underlay. But on that Oregon shit, like, we okay with the, a police system lightening the face, removing tattoos. They altered your appearance to make you a criminal. Like, to make you fit the profile. We okay with that. No, nah, I think that's that's completely wrong. Like, as a people, right? The we, and it's, we know that the police department has some issues, right? But we accept those and we move the fuck on. We're like, man, that's fucked up, man. And then we just move the fuck on. But we've been trained to do that. And I don't think, I think we got to, that, that glass ceiling has been removed and somebody just needs to reach out and really see that something on the other side of that. Yeah. Like if the police force is not serving a community, then we need to, we need to change how, how we, we're being policed. We need to change how we're being policed. They need to be actual change and not not like more conversations or actual change you know what i'm saying like when you got a president who does wild ass shit like last week man when shawnee was talking about ice i had no fucking clue none of that shit was going on downtown detroit no i drove down i drove down to look at the fucking building dog like it's it's there (laughs) i never seen this shit before i never knew the fucking ice building was there dog and like then I felt away, and then all week it seemed like I've been drawn to all the pictures of the children in the cages and shit, and then it helped change my fucking stance on what the fuck is going on. Yeah, but like we've been conditioned to not take action, to just accept it and move the fuck on. Why are we like this? <laughs> I I don't know why 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 because it's easier to control the sheep than it is to control wolves. Yeah, it's a lot easier. You can hurt you can hurt sheep real easy. I don't get it, man. Um, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't like it. And sometimes I think I'm a disruptor. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, that's just how I've been. You know what I'm saying? Like I always see a situation and be like, okay, that's cool. But I've always been taught to question shit that just don't make sense to you. I don't even know where that shit came from with me. You know what I'm saying? Cause I wasn't always like that. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't know, but I'm a disruptor. And when I see shit working, like, well, okay, well, why does that work that way? Why, 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 why is it going this way? Like, I don't know, man, but I just think that we should question everything, not disrespect everything, yeah, but question everything. Nothing is above reproach. All this Jay Z shit moving back and forth. You know, everybody really offended. If you say anything about the great Jehovah, you know what I'm saying? You're calling a nigga God. That's another whole nother thing. But like, if you question something, people are upset that you questioned it. Like, well, you know what he does? And let me, re- let me, let me just be a hundred percent clear to an extent. I don't give a fuck. Like in real life, to a large extent, I, I could give I could give a fuck less. Like I, in real life, like in, to a, a giant extent, I don't give a fuck, but I've never been the type of person to see something that's weird and not say something or not have my own opinion of it. Right. Yeah. So I can question shit. I question shit with people I love, uh, with family, friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, what's, what's, what's going on here? But yeah. like to, to think that anybody is a brother approach, like what's wrong with y'all? 
That's like how many times can you fall fall for the same thing? Like not saying that Jay is a bad guy and shit, right? But we gonna act like he wasn't used to bring the Brooklyn, uh, well, the Barclay Center, put a black face on a black Barclay Center, because the the promise was. I mean, they was parading them out on the draft uh, when they do the lottery pick shit. Like they just they wanted to be able to associate, you know, Jay Z is from Brooklyn. Let's associate something with it. So we gave you ownership in the team, the zero point one nine percent of one percent that you had in the in the team. But you have the the face of now you own the the Brooklyn. It makes Nets, it feel right? authentic. Makes it feel because we need this shit in Brooklyn. You the biggest person from Brooklyn that we have. So we promised that we're gonna give you guys um, affordable housing. And all these, this was nine years ago, by the way. That's been in Brooklyn that long? Yeah. Fuck. Um, nine years ago, we said we're going to bring affordable housing over here. We're going to create all these jobs and everything like that. And we're going to displace people because those were houses in Brooklyn there. So what happened? We put the black face on it. We moved the Barclay Center in there. We gentrified this whole neighborhood. And there's still no affordable houses in there. And the people who used to be in there, they still gone. I can't afford to actually go to a, a game there. And I can't afford to, to I can't afford to the shop and all the rest. But I mean, man, we this, this shit happening in, in our own city downtown. And they promised X amount of full time jobs there. Yes, it created, quote unquote, air quotes, created jobs, but they part time jobs. And now you got to work two and three jobs just to make ends meet. And the people who like everything that you promised or everything that was promised by the corporations and they threw a little black face on there. Now Jay Z didn't sold his, 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 his percentage in the team no more. His face came off of it, but we not going to act like there isn't a documented history of a large corporation coming in using a black man's face to specifically the same person's face to push over an agenda. Now that don't mean that Jay is an evil person or he don't have social justice reform and all that shit. But like, for you to chastise people for knowing and looking at something and putting one and one together and coming up with two or just having the question. Nobody is above reproach. Yeah. Period. But y'all, we have conditioned ourselves to think a certain way. And that's where that cynicism comes in. And it was like, well, look, early I'm thinking like, well, how come every time you see something, someone has to go against it? And I told like I fall, I fall. I find myself falling into that. There's a lot of shit that I don't tweet or don't post that I really feel because I don't want to seem like, all right, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to go against some shit just for going in. But like, I really be having concerns and a difference of opinion yeah. on, on certain shit. Yeah, I feel you. And with me, whether you believe we hella opinionated on everything. Well, me in general, right? Like, I don't necessarily care the opinion that you have if I know you came to it on your own. I don't like sheep. I don't like you not knowing why you know something. So I always I present the the other side of an argument because I think both arguments need to be heard and then you make your decision. Everybody not going to think the same. You know what I'm saying? Everybody no. course of action not going to be the same and that's perfectly fine. Nobody is wrong for supporting Jay-Z and I don't think anybody is wrong for not supporting him. You know what I'm saying? It's not wrong if you watch the NFL. It's not wrong if you, you protest the NFL. Like both people are right in their own right. But to think that another person doesn't have the right to have a different opinion than you and for them to be quote unquote, something's wrong with them because they have a different, and that's just wild to me, dog. Uh, I think it's short-sighted. I think it's ignorant. I just think it's stupid. And the blame, and what I've what I, what I really hear is whenever you find something negative, you attach that shit to black people. See, that's what's wrong with black people. Only when you talking about something bad. See, that's what's wrong with black people. We can't never stick together. Oh, that's what's wrong with black people. We can't never go out. That's what's wrong with black people. We don't never say no money. Fam, you tell me what's good with black people. If you start a conversation off with that's what's wrong with black people, every time you do that, try to rephrase it. It's nothing wrong with you, but try to rephrase it and think about something else. What could you say positive? Because that's a line of thinking. I think that we've been treated. All the black stereotypes, we hold them ourselves. All the stereotypes of black people, about black people, black people hold those same stereotypes. Yeah. And that shit impacts us. We act do like Do you think it, other cultures do that? Like with their stereotypes? 
I'm pretty sure when white people hear of a school shooting, they know it's a white person that shot that bitch up. Mm. I, I 100%. Y'all got to know it's a white person that shot that bitch up. There haven't been any other. There's not been a mass shooting. They like to throw John Muhammad and Malvo out there, but then was that that wasn't a mass shooting. They were sniping killers. niggas. Yeah, that yeah. Was a, he was a more of a serial killer. You know what I'm saying? But like a mash, it's a white person every time. It's a white male every time. Yeah. You got to think that. You know what I'm saying? You got to think and that. I mean, you seen a meme when uh, it was like a school shooting and it's got the picture of Betty White. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Betty White. <laughs> Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> when I first saw that shit, like, I didn't get it. It took me to say it like, Betty White. <laughs> Betty White. Oh, <laughs> shit. Betty White. But look, man, it is what it is, man. I just want people to 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 to, to break the way that we've been thinking about. And think for shit. themselves. Think for yourself, man. Just think. It's for really yourself. not that hard. You do some research. You come up. You formulate your own opinion, and you can stand on that shit. And it, it's it's all right. It's all right to stand on your own opinion by yourself and alone. I'm cool with it, dog. I'm cool with an island on myself. I'm cool. You ain't never, and nobody never got to agree with me, dog. In real life, I will be okay. I will know that I'm right. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I will know that I'm right, but uh, <laughs> and I know you're stupid. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's two people in the world, in this kind of world: people that are wrong and people that are me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So you know, that's that's what I got, man. But this thing for yourself, man. You got a whole fucking computer in your hand. Every single day. That smartphone is for more than just taking selfies and posting them shits to Instagram. And you dummies, that's another that's another thing that, that's pissing me off this week, that people posting that disclaimer, oh, Instagram can't use my photos. That's, you that's, can shut that shit up your ass. Instagram, as soon as you signed in, you gave them niggas permission to use your photos. If you think your shit ain't been getting sent, screenshotted, like, no, 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 no. That's what the fuck Instagram is for, for niggas to look at your photos. That's what my whose man's is this, this week, dog. Like, what's wrong with y'all niggas, man? Goofy I'm, ass niggas, man. I'm just disappointed in y'all. Like, so listen. And this isn't the first time that, like, this type of shit has gone on before. Like, when do y'all start thinking for yourselves? Let me give you the bougie ass reason that I think that y'all are slow. Nigga, that wasn't even a crispy screenshot y'all was posting. That shit looked nigga, like it was distorted a, as hell. That shit looked like it was in a fax machine. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, my nigga, did you send that shit with the Motorola, uh, the StarTac? Like, nigga, oh man, nigga, that was that was like, let me get ten on pump two and one of them Android phones uh, type quality picture and shit. Yeah, like, man. come on, man, nothing about that shit looks official. Uh, Your Honor, uh, I posted this meme on Thursday, and it said that I do not give you the permission to use this against me in the court. So I think all these charges should be dropped, Your Honor. Like, if you don't get the <laughs> fuck out of here, dog, your bitch ass going to jail. Like, come on, fam. What's really what's really going on, dog? Who's man? Like, <laughs> like if I, you posted that shit, you're a dumbass. Like, whose man's is this? Like, why? It's like a chain letter. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's the same fucking premise. So check this out. Uh, I watched this show on, um, I think y'all should all watch this program on Netflix. It's called The Great Hack. Mm-hmm. And it's about the uh, the Cambridge Analytica data scandal um, that won Trump the election. What literally 100% won Trump the election. It got a, um, it was crazy. And it was chain letters initially like them chain letters that used to go out from yeah. you put all your information in and those questionnaires like find out what what superstar you are today which which x-men are you and they ask you a bunch of questions like they take all that data um and send it somewhere so cambridge analytica said i have five thousand data points on every single person so i have five thousand things that i know about damon bradley from Facebook on every single person and it based off of shit we answer on our phones but the thing about the Facebook was this when you did one of those apps you gave permission I don't know how this is legal to access your Your phone no it access all of your information data and everybody on your friends list so if you wasn't stupid enough to do some shit if you was friends on the internet with a nigga that was stupid enough Somehow, by them playing that game, gave them access to your shit. And y'all was just friends. And this is some shit that Facebook knew. 
for three years before they said something. You know what I'm saying? But when you look at a lot of them games or those surveys, like, who am I going to marry in 10 years? Oh, somebody that's on your fucking friends list. But think about that, though. Just because, like, how does, how does, how do you give permission for a company to look through my shit? <laughs> Which yeah. is why I keep, Jason, my boy, he, he good with it. He I good keep with telling it. y'all niggas to take that fucking app off your phone. Delete it. If you're going, if you're going to go on there, go through the web. Yeah. Take that shit off your phone and use a VPN when you go on the web. <laughs> take that shit off your phone, dog. That don't make no fucking sense. But. Don't be an idiot. And this should be a social experiment. I want to know how far I want to find out who are my gullible people. Cause what the, what the, what the Cambridge Analytica said was there's a certain personality type who has not made up their mind. And at, between a certain age and what we're going to do is we're going to find those people And Michigan was one of the areas that was targeted. We're going to find those people. And then through targeted ads, we're going to bombard you with where we think we should go. We're going to change your mind on certain shit. So if you was unsure, every time you scroll on the ad, we're going to show you some fucked up shit Hillary Clinton did. We're going to show you, we're going to put the ads on there talking about the super predator and shit like that. We're going to make sure you see all that shit. So I know it seemed like it's trivial when y'all be reposting little shit. Shit, it could be the chicken shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like it could literally be the chicken shit. You know what I'm saying? But like when you do that, like you are getting lumped into a group and you are being used as data. Like you the type of person that would see some frivolous bullshit and think it's real. And now I know who to target. <laughs> you know you know what I hate? There's some frivolous bullshit that I see all the time. It's like these fucked up renditions of like Air Max or some shit. Like these poorly uh, photoshopped Air Max, like why they don't make them in that color? That that shit looks stupid. Like some a nigga Insta- sat behind a computer and did that. Some Instagram uh sponsored ad that says you get these Yeezys for twenty two dollars and shit. Like <laughs> no, you can't. From Adidas Com dot. No, that's not that's supposed to be dot com film. <laughs> like when the when the soles on them bitches start falling off after you didn't have them three days. Yo, Yeezy got a fat jump man on it. Though. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not how it worked. But anyway, if you reposted that shit, uh, whose man's this? You could. I don't think none of my. No, I did see some of you niggas post that shit. Y'all wild. Uh, y'all wild. Y'all wild. Stupid. Yeah. I do got a music pick this week. Okay. Uh, this shit came across my timeline on Twitter and you know, there's always going to be room in hip hop for a fat nigga with personality. I think that there, there will always be a lane for that shit. Okay. Uh, my music pick of the week is an artist. He's originally from Flint, uh, now resides in Houston and his name is BFB, the Pac-Man. Uh, the name of the song is to go plate. He dropped an album earlier this year called God Blessing All the Fat Niggas. I know it sounds like some silly shit, but this nigga got bars. The song To Go Plate is my shit. It is a fucking slapper. I'm a fuck with it. Yeah. BFB the Pac-Man, To Go Plate. Download his albums on iTunes and Apple Music. God Blessing All the Fat Niggas. And his visuals, he, he does have a visual for this video itself and a couple other ones on, on YouTube. They got a lot of personality, uh, funny, but he can spit, and he got them bars. That's what's up. Well, shout out to him, man. I'm uh send me the links and shit, man. I I'll check I got it out. you, uh, man. But before we we wrap everything up, man, I do want to um, I don't want to end on a somber note, but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, you heard about the situation that's going on with T T Grizzly? Yeah, very um, unfortunate. Yeah, man. Condolences, man. Um, it was a, a situation and. All the details now, hundred percent out, man. But there was a shooting, and um, his manager and his um, his aunt. Unfortunately, she didn't um, she didn't make it through the situation. Yeah. Um, and she was a really good person. She was a cool per- people. Um, I didn't know her personally, but she was friend of friends. Um, you know, T is literally from my neighborhood, and they grew up over there. So a lot of a lot of the people that I'm familiar with and close with. Close with them. I think she was managing Saddle Baby. Yeah, Fluent um, Management was yeah. her. Like, she was a great person, man. And unfortunately, that situation, um, man, it's just, a, it's just a real bad situation, man. And, uh, 
I don't know, man. Just, just condolences, man. It's, it's, it's really sad, man, and that's unfortunate. And um, hopefully, uh, I don't know. I don't know. When she- I'm praying that there's no more bloodshed in the city, man. Come on, man. That's it. Like I, I get niggas and egos, and you know, these streets work a little bit differently. But I just pray that there's no more bloodshed in my city, man. That's uh, it. I just pray all innocent people. Uh, no innocent people are are, are hurt because the, the streets gonna do what the streets gonna do. Yep. Uh, but the innocent people and people who don't got who not a part of nothing, I, I just pray for. They when you're not a part of that life, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be hurt by that shit. Yeah, I pray for their safety, man. So that's what it is, dog. Uh, time for the Benny. Yeah, damn going wild on IG. I'm about to get my Twitter back. They Jack gonna me, show me how to use his VPN. They let you. They let. They let you. Uh, they let me at you now and shit. Usually when I used to at damn going wild three one three, it just it won't like turn to the hyperlink. Okay. So the hyperlink come up now and shit. So maybe they're gonna give it back. So what? But when I click on it, don't nothing show up on your page. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I'm just gonna have to set up a new one, and I'm gonna have to play nice. Um, also, I just found out why my my Twitter got shut down last week. Why it wasn't because I was talking shit about Jay Z. It was one of our uh, one of our listeners, one of the one of the one of the, the homies and shit. Think it could be the feds, man. Every time you tweet the nigga, anybody who tweet him is they shit get locked. Now three niggas, because I tweeted about the shit. I was like, soon as I tweeted, as soon as I tweeted this person. I ain't gonna put you out there. <laughs> Damn, man, that's terrible. As soon as I tweeted this person, my shit got locked. I'm like, I guess I can't say nothing bad about Jay Z. Then a nigga texted me like, "Hey, when I tweeted him, my shit got locked too." And then another nigga texted me and shit. And I was like, "Damn!" So he told me like, "I don't know why that shit be doing that shit, right?" So then he tagged everybody like, "Hey, this a test. See if it worked." And nigga tweeted, and then name tag shit got damn cooked again. I'm like, dog. Like, hey, I can't tweet you no more, fam. I'm, I'm, I, I see. I'm I mean, never, I'm when not, I see you in the streets, I nod. <laughs> I've never responded. Dog. Text me, nigga. I don't know. No, don't text me if you got the people on you, nigga. No, because then your phone going to crash. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not fucking with that shit, dog. I need my accounts, okay? I need them. And I don't want no problems. This is for entertainment purposes only, okay? I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller podcast, but we are J and Dane. Hell yeah. Peace. Live from Detroit. Live from Detroit. Live from Detroit. Live from Detroit. Yeah. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles from Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on our mind. Clean cars. We stars. We'll need that paparazzi. They don't know about Butch Jones and Rick Maserati. Detroit Red or Malcolm. That Desert Eagle Falcon. Go through them white tees and out them. So what's the outcome? It's time to get paid. So many niggas on stage Got on Cartier's That you can smell the wood frames Wood grain in the dash The hood insane Like Hussein for that fast cash Them Cardi boys Shutter boys Screaming old boy Them Dexter boys Jefferson no back to live a noise Don't get destroyed Paranoid Down to Plymouth Rock Chi-Town Joy Road Stop That's the block with friends disappear daily like mirages You might see ace lights spray painted on garages I present a Mr. Rogers Pop the clip and dip in silence You got a grip and talking shit Them pistols quick to find you Here come them sirens Crackhead screaming at imaginary people Cigarette belly in his mouth His eyes staring so evil It's like the sequel to Menace to Society Except at the end All the motherfuckers would've died violently Cause niggas kill kids too I ain't bragging, I hate to say it's where I live, dude Live from Detroit. Live, live from Detroit.